Thanks, Eric and band. Uh, one of the things that, as I've reflected on this year in the life of Jesus and, and going through it, is I'm just grateful that I get to work with these folks every week. Uh, their honesty and the way we're able to move through life and pray with one another and pray for each other and the work together. It has been a gift and it has just been more and more reaffirmed each and every week. One, two of my favorite days of the week are Sunday and Monday when we get to all be together and we're all in one place and we're moving in the same direction together. It is a special group of folks. Another thing that has been very much grateful for this year is hearing people read through the gospel reading plan. There are people spending time in the Word and then be able to read through the life of Jesus together and how that has impacted them. Some people have asked what we're doing for next year. Um, in your bulletins, they have in there the gospel reading plan and kind of how we're moving forward into this next year. Uh, we're going to be really challenging folks to read through the entire Bible in a year. Um, on there is the, the Version Bible app is a great way to do that, um, how to find that. I did that um, a couple years ago and that app was amazing because, of course, there are days that you missed and it was so great you could catch up and it would like catch me back up for those days that I was off and gave me a little award. So I felt like I was really accomplishing something. So if you're like, you know, if you're a positive behavior person, you get little things, you can post them, do whatever you want with them. Um, but that's one of the things we're going to be kind of seeing the breadth of God's story. And one of the things that struck me reading through the entire Bible, and especially in a compacted time, is you kind of get a different feel for who God is. You kind of see this consistent voice of him throughout. And so that's one of our hopes as we move into the year. But I think one of the things as I was really thinking through for me personally, what really struck me, um, it was kind of surprising for me what stood out in this year. Um, I've been very much throughout my life, I, I really focus on Jesus. I, I love spending time uh, knowing more about him, his miracles, the people he spent time with and, and seeing his actions. I've been, I heard a long time ago, cling to the cross and kind of let everything else fall aside, stay in the core part of who that is. And, and you won't be disappointed if you spend that kind of time with him. And that has been true for me. I've spent a lot of time, but the things that stood out this year were not so much um, his actions and the people that he's with. It, it was actually a couple of his teachings. And it was surprising because I've read them before, but I don't know why it was that this year that they stood out more to me than before. I don't know if it's because I had extra time while preparing some of the messages. I don't know if it was just a season of life, but his teachings, uh, and especially two of them in particular, were really impactful. So I just wanted to share just briefly those this year because um, they're both around the same theme. The first is um, in John chapter 17 and verse 20. Um, Jesus is near the end of his life. He's headed towards the cross and they capture some of his final words, some of his prayers. And I found it just very um, reassuring, very encouraging and quite surprising uh, this prayer that was captured, what he was thinking about in these final moments, because I know for me, I can get pretty self-focused when in peril or when in times of trial. And here Jesus was thinking about you and I. Verse 20 reads, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. And I was really struck by how strong Jesus' desire was for us to be unified. That in his final moments, his deepest hope, 
for his church, for his showcase people, for the light of the world to be sent forth was that we would be unified. And I think it struck me as much, if not more now, because of the divisiveness in our time, uh, how fractured society seems to be, how hard it is to have conversations, even with those close to us, how quick people are to leave when things get tough. Um, I feel like that has become even more and more common. You just cut people off, right? You just block them on Facebook, do whatever, and you can kind of move on. You can ghost, you can go away. But Jesus said, no, the, the thing that will define you, the thing that will stick out most about my people is that they will keep together, that they will be unified, that they will care enough about each other that it will show something different to the world. And I, I have to imagine 2,000 years ago, he knows exactly what this day and time looks like. And he knows how much that stands out. And so I was struck by his hope and prayer for us that we would be unified, that we together, staying together, loving one another well, would be such a light to the world, such a refreshment to the world that they would see hope. And the passage that was also closely associated with it that stuck out was as we were going through the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, verse 13, when he talks about us as his followers being salt and light. And it reads, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. In his hope that for his church, his group of broken people, as frail people, as people that fall, as people that have hope, as people that are renewed, that every single one of us, no matter where we find ourselves in the midst of his story, when gathered together with him, when following him, when joined together, that we are salt and light to the world, that we're hope for the world. And those two things just stood out to me. And again, I think especially in this current time, we talk about making the most of our place in history as a community, and there is something, especially I think about this time in our history where things are so separated, where things are so fractured, where again, it is so easy to walk away when things get hard, that the hope of the church, the hope of Jesus, is that we would stick so closely together, that we would love so well, that the world would see it and would be transformed. And as we move into this new year, in these first couple of weeks, we're gonna be spending time looking at the New Year's resolutions for Summit. What do the next five years have for us as we live out the vision of Summit? And there are some big, grandiose things that God has in store for us. There's some things that are gonna require us to dig deep. There are some things that are gonna challenge us personally together. And it's gonna be an exciting time as we figure out how that gets played out. But one of the key things that will happen in the midst of that is that we need to keep together. We need to love one another well, that there is unity around him. It is unity of purpose in him. And if we're unified by him, the steps we take together will be meaningful. The steps we take together, though challenging, will have a rootedness in him. So I am excited to see what God has in store for us in these coming days and years. And so as we conclude our service, as we continue in our worship, uh, we're going to finish with a song uh, that shares about how this hope goes into the world, this light that goes into the world as we share the message of hope with others. So I'd invite you to stand as you're able and join us in singing Go Tell It on the Mountain.